1059 The Region, in partnership with REMAX Prime Properties, present On the Market, real estate advice that works for you. Have a real estate question? Call us at 416-335-1059. Tweet us at 1059 The Region or email us at info at 1059theregion.com. You're listening to 105.9 The Region, and welcome to On the Market. This is York Region's exclusive radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host and real estate expert is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties. We begin with the final numbers for the month of June. We'll get Asif's take on those numbers, but first, the stats from the Toronto Regional Real Estate Board. Home sales plunged earlier this year as the COVID-19 pandemic forced buyers to the sidelines, but sales have picked up as businesses have started to reopen. The Real Estate Board says there were 8,701 homes sold in June, down 1.4% from year-ago levels, but up 84% from May. The average selling price was $930,869. That was up 11.9% from last June. Don Kelly, the Canadian Press, Toronto. All right, Asif, let's get your take on these numbers. Let's break it down. Thanks, Tina. And you know what? It's been phenomenal growth for the Toronto real estate market over the last month. And what a difference from April and May. I mean, we're down 1.4% over June 2019. Where we're seeing the greatest challenges is inventory. And, you know, we're almost down 30% over last year's inventory levels, and inventory has been the challenge for the better part of 2020. What's resulting with the inventory shortages and the strong sales is we're starting to see price growth, and and we're starting to see double-digit price growth now. So when you're looking at inventory levels declining, sales increasing, you're going to see multiple offers and bidding wars and pretty much everything that's happening. And that is exactly where we're at right now is average prices being driven up. If you think about what the average price was, and we've discussed this on uh, on the show a number of times, but at the beginning of January, so January 1st, 2020, the average price across Toronto was $819,286. June 30th, we're sitting at 891167 That's a year-to-date average price across the GTA, and that's phenomenal growth. But shouldn't we be cautious? I mean, these are still the early days of recovery. It is, but we don't have any signs for more inventory hitting the market, Tina. So even if we are on pace with the amount of inventory that hits the market compared to last year over the next six months, we're still going to be challenged for inventory. What's going to complicate this even more is the limited amount of housing starts that are going to take place because of all the delays over the COVID period, because of the projects that were pushed back. So this isn't something that's going to be able to fix itself overnight. If you think a condo building takes about two to three years to build, and some of those have been delayed a year because of COVID, that this is going to affect us for the next couple of years. So there's not going to be relief in sight for supply for a long time, which is going to continue to drive pricing up because of the demand. So there are a couple of factors here, right? We've got low interest rates, we've got thin or low inventory. Does that mean automatically prices will be on the rise? They will be. And, you know, if you take a look at York Region specifically, uh, you know, if I have time to go through each municipality, 
Aurora last year was sitting, this is June 30th results from last year and June 30th this year. Okay. Aurora's average price was 885,744. Now it's at 983, so almost $100,000 higher. East Willenberry, 794,475. This year, 888,763. Again, almost $100,000 increase. Georgina, which was one of the hardest hit markets, $568,000 on average last year, 634, almost 635,000 this year. King, 1.27 million last year, 1.464 million this year. Markham, 917,693 last year, 1,045,000 this year. New Market, 757,000 this year, 838,000. Richmond Hill, a million twenty-six last year, one point one two million this year, and Vaughn nine hundred eighty-three thousand last year, one point one one million this year, and then Stouffville eight hundred ninety-six thousand on average last year, a million twenty-one this year. So every market in New York region has shown price growth and has rebounded. Last year at the end of June, we had six thousand nine hundred fifty-four sales. This year we have five thousand eight hundred eighty-four sales. We're down a thousand units. We're in, you know, that's not much to make up over the next six months. So don't be surprised if York Region actually beats 2019 numbers, and it's going to be with three months less in the year. So what's your advice for anyone kind of sitting on the fence thinking, yeah, I may or may not list my home? You're suggesting list your home because you may actually do better now than another time? That's exactly the message is if you're considering selling your home, there's not a better time than right now because you could be the only game on the market. Whereas if you waited six months or a year, you may have four or five competitors that, you know, it's going to come down to price and it's going to knock your the price that you get off. It, it doesn't mean prices are going to drop, but what you what your home will command in the market at that time could be less. So this is your time to capitalize on it. And our message to buyers is pretty much the same. If prices are continuing to go up at this rate and there's no relief in sight for additional supply, that means the price is going to continue to go up and you're going to lose your buying power. This is Your buying power is being eroded the longer you wait. So if you're interested in getting into the housing market, now is the time for you to get into the housing market so that you can capitalize from future price growth. But your advice is always to get your ducks in a row first. Make sure that you can afford your new home. Make sure that you can afford to leave your current residence, right? Because things are changing. There is flux in terms of the economy. What's going to happen with the employment or unemployment rate? I think that your your advice constantly and consistently on this show is make sure that everything else is lined up. And, you know, even more so now, Tina, because when you go into a multiple offer scenario, you need to make sure that you are well aware of what your top limit is. You need to make sure that you have everything in order in terms of financing. You may want to do an inspection beforehand. It's really important for you to use a professional that knows how to navigate this the situation of a multiple offer. And there's not a lot of people that are able to do that because there's you may not have to pay the most for a home if your realtor does their homework and is able to position your offer as the best offer amongst the group. So it's really important for you to pick the right realtor. It's really important for you to have your financing in place and know what your top limit is so that 
you know heading out of that multiple offer if you do win that you can afford this property that you just purchased. Because it's easy to get caught up in that frenzy, isn't it? It really is. And what you don't want to do is some realtors will just say, hey, go out and bid, you know, outbid everyone. But what if that home doesn't appraise? You've just bought a home firm with no conditions and it's not going to appraise. So you really need a realtor that is able to guide you and make sure that you're not overpaying so you don't get stuck at the end. When we come back, it may be a hot one weather-wise, but it's even hotter in cottage country. We'll explain after the break. This is On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On The Market, York Region's only radio real estate show. I'm station manager Tina Cortez, and my co-host is Asif Khan with REMAX Prime Properties with today's guest. Thank you, Tina. Joining us next on the show is Sue Morrison from REMAX Professionals North in Muskoka. Sue, welcome to On The Market. Thank you, Asif. Thank you, Tina. I'm glad to be here. So we hear it's pretty crazy up there, and people are flocking up there from the city and picking up a cottage. Tell us a little bit more about what you've been seeing over the last three or four months. Well, it certainly has, the market has certainly blown wide open is how I will, um, you know, the terminology. As of May 1st, uh, of course the world was on pause for a few months with COVID, but as of May 1st, it's just like the floodgates have opened and everyone from southern Ontario wants a little piece of the north. And regardless if that's on the water, off the off the water, there is um, just an endless supply of buyers looking for their their little piece of heaven. We are unfortunately still in a very low inventory type market. We have been experiencing that for the last couple of years in any one budget range, but with supply and demand at this point, uh, there is definitely a low supply of waterfront for sure. And what's that doing for prices, Sue? I mean, you know, when we see that in the city and, and we have limited supply, we're starting to see prices being driven up. Are you starting to see that as well? And what has it meant for your average price point there? Unfortunately for buyers, that is the news, that prices have increased with supply and demand. We are seeing a lot of the smaller lakes take an increase. Uh, there's a whole um, scenario on how we price a property in terms of the size of the lake, how we access the property, the sun exposure. Many attributes are taken into consideration when pricing a property. And so we are seeing some of the smaller lakes do a big increase. Uh, The larger lakes, of course, uh, with more boating capabilities. We're almost seeing like the $400,000 cottages we had 18 months ago are now $500,000. So there's not really a – I can't give you a specific increase in terms of value because it really depends. There's some lakes that not much comes available at any one time and their price point would increase more than just the average market increase. Uh, There's so many variables in a waterfront um, property. But definitely prices are up uh, with demand. And do you think that buyers are looking for a summer getaway, a winter getaway, or maybe are some making the move to cottage country permanently? Well, great. Point, Tina, because with so many uh, of our uh, working 
people that are, are at home still and may continue to be at home still, I think they're making the jump or fast-forwarding their plans because as long as they have good Internet, they want to love where they live. So they are coming north perhaps sooner than anticipated, and they will continue to work from home, and that is definitely part of our push. There, there's also the factor that um, people, should they have to self-isolate or should they have to homeschool again, they want to be somewhere where they can open the door and let their family go play outside with ha- not having to worry about them so much or that they've got the space to do that in terms of green space. So we are seeing a variety of demographics moving north for that. Now, again, not necessarily just onto the water, but in a residential application as well. And so what is that going to mean? I mean, your average price point, what is that going to mean for people that are already up there? Are you seeing a lot of people getting excited about the movement and thinking, hey, I should put my place up for sale? And then where are those people going? Well, good question asked because that is the big part of the puzzle. Yes, it's great to capitalize and, and get equity out of your current home, but having the next plan uh, where you're going to is a big part of it. I have a lot of clients personally that they're thinking about it, but trying to find the the next place to go to is, is can be troubling at this time. Um, I don't want to sound negative about that, but it is, definitely part of the um, process at this point. And because we have so many buyers, we are getting into multiple offers. So that's the other thing. If people need to sell before they buy, it's really tricky at this time. Um, But I would say the most in demand right now is some sort of road access waterfront property, whether it's just a summer or a three-season road that can be maintained privately or by the owners on the road or, of course, uh, a year-round access. So those are the most in demand. And like I said, there's not as many people willing to go, you know, out in the middle of nowhere because they want that Internet to be able to, to work. They need to be able to function uh, where they buy. And it may seem like a simple task, but here in the north, we are such a vast region with a lot of undeveloped areas still that Internet can still sometimes be a hiccup. That's a perfect segue because I was getting get into the underdeveloped areas. You're seeing builders come up there now and build little subdivisions. They could be condominium complexes in terms of, you know, townhouses and things like that close to Blue Mountain. How have the builders responded to this? And do you see a lot of new construction happening over the next couple of years to meet the demand? Well, it's interesting because Muskoka has not ever been a region, in my opinion. I've been in the industry since 1993. We've never had a lot of townhomes. That hasn't ever been our model. We were more single, detached family homes. And then with our aging population coming in off the lakes and wanting to downsize and and have a more ease of lifestyle and perhaps travel, um, you know, they started building more condo-friendly type buildings. But now I would say in the last five or six years, we have seen a big influx in townhome-style builds. Uh, there, there has been a big one in Bracebridge and Huntsville, two of the largest Muskoka towns, um, over the last five or six years, and they are selling like hotcakes now, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, again, we're getting a lot of um, southern Ontario buyers or north of the city, Aurora, King City, Maple area, uh, coming up and buying those brand new townhomes for 400,000 or even with upgrades under 450 and they are selling very very quickly now as well so lots of different the the builders uh, 
you know, we're getting, we're, we are seeing more subdivisions, uh, definitely, uh, that you would see in the bigger city centers, which is something new over the last six or seven years, I would say. And, and subdivisions take a long time here because we have so much rock. There's, the topography is just sometimes not friendly. So we have seen uh, a big development in terms of new builds, uh, like I said, over the last six or seven years. And with 25% growth over the last little while, you're probably going to need yes. some more, you know, an influx of some of these uh, community service places coming in, you know, medical clinics, grocery stores, and even just, you know, some of the big bigger box outlets will probably make their move up there. So if people want to connect with you and get more information or make that jump over to Muskoka, how can they do that? Sure, they can text or give me a call at 705-783-4404 or they can check us out at greatermuskoka.ca. We're also on social media on Instagram and Facebook as well at Greater Muskoka Real Estate. Thank you so much for joining us, and we look forward to uh, getting an update from you in a couple of months and see what's transpired over the uh, summer season. Sounds great. Thanks, folks. Have a great day. When we come back, your questions for Asif Khan and this week's hot listing. You're listening to 105.9 The Region. Stay with us. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca. Now, back to On the Market on 105.9 The Region. Welcome back to On the Market, York Region's exclusive radio real estate show on 105.9 The Region. Time now for our listener questions. And the first one comes from Zay in Unionville. He wants to know what precautions are you and your agents taking to protect clients when actually visiting a property for sale? Asif? Great question, Zay, and, and very timely. Now, there's, there's a bunch of facets to this. Now, there's not only you know, our agents making sure that they're not going out if they are not feeling well or, or, you know, maybe showing some sort of sign of, uh, uh, of having a fever or a cough or anything like that. But there's also, we've made personal security kits for each of our clients. So these kits include booties, gloves, masks, uh, wipes, so that they're safe and they're in a Ziploc bag. So once they're done, they just seal everything up and they're able to throw out the package without touching anything. So we make sure that our clients are protected when they walk into homes and that protects the sellers as well because they're masked up and gloved up. We're making sure that sellers will disinfect the home before and after. We do all the doorknobs, we leave all the lights on, all the doors open so nobody is touching doorknobs or light switches once they're in the property. We limit it to two decision makers per showing with the realtor. So that way you don't have kids running around touching everything and you're not getting people bringing six or seven people in to see this property. It's limited to the two decision makers. We're also pre-screening in terms of who gets to see the home. So our first showings, we've added virtual tours, dollhouse tours, videos, and now we've doubled up on the number of pictures of the homes that we're putting on the MLS just to allow people to get a better idea of the home and weed out the ones they don't want to see in advance to actually getting to the home. So that's been helping a lot and to cut down the number of showings. At the same time, we're still getting multiple offers and, and people are you know, paying over list price for these homes, even without having 
the, the amount of traffic that we would normally get in a spring market. So there's a lot that goes into security and safety right now, and uh, you know we're trying to cover all of our bases. It sounds that way for sure. Our next question comes from Lise in Richmond Hill. She wants to know if she is still on the hook for maintenance fees if some of the facilities in her building have been off limits. Another great question, and the the short answer for this would be yes, you are, because the facilities are still there. They still have to be maintained, and the building is probably spending a lot more trying to disinfect elevators and hallways and doorknobs, so there probably are a lot more uh, expenses that the building is experiencing right now just to keep everything running. If you think about it, elevators are limiting to two to three people per elevator. Now the elevator is getting used more, so there's going to be more maintenance required for this. You've got you know social distancing barriers and signage and everything that has to go into the building, and there's a, there's a lot more happening within that building itself. So they can't really adjust the fees. The fees are set. What you'll see is at the end of the year, when they look at your budget and see how much money they saved, they'll probably make some sort of adjustment or, you know, up or down, depending on what was spent during this period to keep the building maintained and operating efficiently and safely. Asif, if our listeners want to connect with you directly, how can they do that? You know, they can always get me at 416-985-CON. That's 416-985-5426. Time now for the On the Market Hot Listing. Asif, what do you have for us this week? Tina, we're going to step outside the borders of York Region because we have a phenomenal project of townhomes down from the city. Heather, that's right. right. I'm really excited to tell you about a new project being built by Linvest. It's at the corner of Eglinton and Don Mills. Ultrasonic Townhomes is a collection of 13 executive modern townhomes that are sure to wow everyone. The units are roughly 1,800 square feet, featuring three bedrooms and three bathrooms spread out over three stories. There's also two outdoor living spaces, including a second-story balcony and a private enclosed main floor terrace. The finishes throughout the units are absolutely stunning. Every unit includes high-end full-size appliances, a large stone kitchen island, full-height kitchen cabinetry, nine-foot ceilings, an open riser staircase with glass railings, floor-to-ceiling windows, and a wall-mounted electric fireplace. This collection of townhomes has access to 2,500 square feet of indoor-outdoor amenity space, including a gym, rooftop terrace, and saunas. And these townhomes, I mean, one of the the advantages is they're at the base of the sonic condos. And you were talking about 25,000 square feet of amenities. You don't usually get townhomes that are adjacent to amenities that, you know, you could go for a swim, you could go for a run, you could use their party room for the bigger parties. And there's a phenomenal fitness center in there. So you don't have to pay for your gym fees or anything like that. It's uh, it's quite a treat to be able to have your townhome in a private space, not in a condo, but still be able to, you know, it's like the best of both worlds. You still get to use all the amenities that the condos enjoy. That's right. You have full access. It's all included with your maintenance fees. And another thing about this project that is really exciting is that it's only steps from the Eglinton Crosstown, which is being built, the DVP, Ontario Science Centre, the Agacon Museum, and shops at Don Mills. So the location is, is fantastic. Even if you don't drive, there's tons of, of public transit to get you around the city. And so when that subway is connected, there's going to be a link right from these buildings to the subway? Underground, that's right. That's awesome. And then this also includes an underground parking spot, 
separate elevator to get up to the townhomes? Yes, yes. So your parking spot is directly underneath your townhome. There's lots of visitor parking as well, as well as street parking in and around uh, the building themselves as well. What's the completion date for these, Heather? Are they moving ready now? So we've got some model suites that we can show you. In terms of occupancy, it's going to be late summer, early fall. Um, you're still able to get in early enough to go in and pick your finishes. You can pick your colors, and, and um, they'll finish it to your liking for sure. That's awesome. And then the price point, which is phenomenal for a Toronto condo. So that's the kicker here, guys, $800 a square foot. And when you see condos selling for 1400 to $1,800 a square foot downtown right now, this is pretty much half the price of a condo, but you're getting a townhome. It's half the price. And once you walk in, I, you've got to come in, see the, the, the showrooms here. Like they're, it's, it's unbelievable what they've done with the finishes. Even in the main bathroom or the master bathroom, you've got this big oval soaker tub, a massive shower. It's stunning. Heather, if people want more information on this, how can they reach you? Okay, so they can give us a call at 905-554-5522, and we'll get you through the model suites, or if you want more information, we'll certainly help you out. Awesome, Heather. Thanks for joining us. Thanks. That's our show for this week. Remember, if you need to connect with Asif Khan or if you missed any part of On the Market, go to our website, 1059theregion.com. Thanks for listening. Need to connect with Asif Khan from REMAX Prime Properties? Call him, 416-985-Khan. That's 416-985-5426. Or email asif at thehomeshop.ca.